0: breaking news from the athletic
1: this headline podcast is presented by betmgm the king of sports books this is craig custance along with joe smith of the athletic coming off an incredible night the tampa bay lightning of course won their second consecutive stanley cup beating the montreal canadians 1-0 in game five of the stanley cup final Andrey Vasilevsky, as he does after losses, was dominant. Another shutout. Wins the Kahn-Smythe. The Khan smythe Zoom winner was Nikita Kucherov. Unbelievable performance on and off the ice by Nikita. Even better performance by Joe. Joe, how are you holding out, my
2: friend? Good, good. Not much sleep last night or the last few months of that, rather, but I'm sure the Lightning are probably still out having fun. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I think the... The drug cooch is, party cooch is, is going strong, I'm sure. But uh they deserve it. That was a heck of a run, it's an unprecedented run the last couple of years to win two cups in 10 months, one in a bubble, one during the pandemic, too. I think it's gonna be looked down in history as as one of the best. So uh, but yeah, it was a it was a fun ride to just kind of cover and try to bring people into it um from afar. But uh, but yeah, it was an incredible run for for them.
1: There there's a lot of um I don't want to say, there's a lot of things that make this team different um, than teams of this era. You know, we heard a lot about the cap and there's people that are still mad about the way that this team maneuvered the cap situation with Kucherov on long-term injured reserve. They also did it during pandemic and they had the bubble. When we pan back 10 years from now, Joe, what are we going to remember most about this group of Lightning players?
2: Well, I think... You know, you if you go 20 years from now, you'll probably have a handful of Hall of Famers in this yeah. group, you know. Um, so you think of I think of this the talent, you know, you get the star power, you think of the historic run by Kucherov, who had also a fractured rib during the whole cup final up there, cross checked by Scott Mayfield, was mm-hmm. getting injections injection before every game. Um, yeah, you'll remember like the block shots by Alex Thorne that broke his fit, vi- you know, fibula and, and tried to come back and play after having surgery, and Barclay Goudreau's block shot in the final minute. You know, I remember like uh, a really ridiculously talented team that has re- relentlessly determined to win a Stanley Cup. And yeah. uh, so I think that'll probably remember it is. I'll remember the stars, but I'll remember like the one nothing shutout win in game seven or game Game five and just their ability to win any way you want, right? They could win in a high scoring mm-hmm. shootout. They could win in a in a one nothing game. They could win in a physical battle like they did against the Panthers. Like no matter what they try to throw at them, they could win any way you can. And not many teams can kind of play all those styles and play it well. And you gotta give them credit for doing that.
1: Uh, absolutely, I, like w- w- this is as loaded a team as you can put together um, uh, with the restraints of a cap, and a lot of credit goes to GM Julian Breebois for maneuvering, but also finding players that that you know the the, the Blake Coleman's, the Barkley Goodros that fit under that structure, and you know it's it's interesting. I think the thing I didn't see coming with this group because you look at them: Steven Stamkos, captain, wins another cup, maybe one of the greatest guys in, in terms of star players around. John Cooper, the affable head coach um like just victor hedman couldn't be a better guy to deal with like these like i love this group and they have become villains and and because part because of the cap thing and then nikita kucherov during the zoom last night just i mean like a wrestler coming off the top rope (laughs) like (laughs) appears with his shirt off calls you out in the first question what do you have joe or whatever joe let's hear it it was amazing it was an amazing performance um uh, who did, did you see this coming that they would it, now people are like, there's this backlash against the Lightning uh, for for a group of t- for a team that is so likable from my position? What do you think of them as villains? I love it.
2: I love it too. I mean, I love what they did last night. Like, you know, listen, yes. like these are some of the most likable people you ever meet, right? And even Kucherov, like he has this, you know, that's that's the real Kucherov. Like he doesn't show us mm. the real personality, but that's him, you know, he just and he's just being honest, right? He's being honest that Vasilevsky should have won the Besaton. That's what he feels. Um, he was honest the way that the Montreal fans celebrated like 30,000 people outside and only 300 people inside, you know, he was, yeah. like, he was just being honest. Like I think you always complain about athletes being boring or giving us cliches and do the company line. But when actually they step out and actually are excited and, and, and themselves, like we were like backflash. We're like saying something interesting and something honest. And I think, you know, this team is hundred percent real, like no yes. matter what you say and they're authentic and that's who they are. They're, they're not making any you know the alter egos or personalities. This is this is them at the core. That's John Cooper at his core. That's Steven Stamkos and Victor Hedman's the nicest human I've ever met. You know they're he all really the He really is, by people. the way, for the record. Yeah, and I think that you know I think people years later should appreciate the personalities. They should appreciate you know the heart and the grit of this group and the talent. Like I think like Marty St. Louis told me, you'll they'll never play on a better team than they played on this yeah. year. These guys mm. have ever, um, which is saying something because you know. Um, of how, how talented this group they're still young too in their prime so i think I, I enjoyed last night just because you get to see some of the personalities come to life and people uh it went viral or whatever and yeah um, but it was it was just fun to see the pure elation and from groups that uh have been still kind of like kind of guarded for a little bit now
1: yeah Um, I found, uh, besides Kucherov, you know, winning the podium, um, I found, I forgot who it might have been, John Cooper, like people openly talking about the motivation of trying to win this year because they know this roster is going to be broken up. Um, and you know I, I laughed because James Myrtle within seconds of the cup being awarded was like "Yeah, it's going to be difficult to keep it together in, in classic James fashion but let him I let enjoy I, it for
2: one minute let him enjoy yeah, it yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like don't break the whole band up yet that's know?
1: right but this is what we do right like they can go yeah. out and have fun um, and I know it's not just us I mean you know how Julian Brisebois operates he's thinking about what, what this roster how the puzzle pieces fit moving forward I don't think the celebration is going to last too long for him we're we're gonna be into the draft and the expansion draft and all this is gonna hit pretty quickly. Um, I know in general we've said it, it's not gonna look the same. What is that you know, to read the tea leaves, what does that mean to you? Like where where are the significant differences?
2: Well, I'll agree with you first off that I think it was interesting that Sam Ghost mentioned several times in it that was run. Stamkos. publicly mm-hmm. about like, hey, this is gonna be the last dance or last day of school for us as a group. Like it won't be the last chance they can win a entire championship, but the Colemans and Goudros and Zavard um, be probably his last time. You know, they will be the, the core will remain in place. Like they'll still have Point, Vasilevsky, Kucherov. You know, Sorelli, Sergachev, Like a bunch of their top players in there. It's just like most teams, like Kenny Holland always says, the depth always gets lost after a couple mm. teams because you'll that third line that was so dynamic. I don't know if they can keep two thirds of them. You know, going forward, mm. whether it's Coleman and, and Goudreau, they'll they could potentially stay, but you have to create some cap space for those guys. That's their first big deal coming up. Right. And a lot of teams will watch that playoff and like, this guy's are really valuable, right. Um, you know, expansion draft, you'll lose a player. Um, you wonder if it might be the last time you see Alex corn, for example, in a lightning uniform. Um, so valuable and so important, but you know, you need to cut some cap space and he's a guy who has value on the market. He's not a, a salary dump, right. There are guys that you can probably trade and get some capital back and have to trade two people to get one person off your roster. So Tyler Johnson, you know what a swan song for him. If, if it's amazing, the thirty teams didn't take him for free in <laughs> twice mm-hmm. last year, and he's probably the best fourth line center you are going to find uh, in the National Hockey League. So um, it'll it won't be like a complete tear down. It won't be like the Blackhawks in twenty ten or whatever else it was. I think there'll be some measured changes. But you look at the game winning goal last night, Ross Colton, You know a guy who'll probably play in that maybe third line next year. Matthew Joseph came in played, and the, it's all about this team has been built of guys coming through the system and and being able to play on those entry level deals that that's how this team, that's how this team works. You can't have everybody making $10 million and work. So there'll be some changes, won't be wholesale changes. And I think there'll still be a chance to be a a cup contender next year.
1: I think I like the, the Blackhawks comparison because I think what people forget when, when you do have to make moves for cap reasons, you do get assets back and you know, they move Dustin Bufflin, they move Andrew Ladd, they move Chris Versteeg and they're getting first round picks. They're getting significant assets. And if, Like you said, this isn't, these aren't salary dumps. Andre Palat has value if that's what they have to do. And, and, you know, there's, there is real opportunity there to. Yes, you're going to take a hit short term, but you are going to, you know, this is a team that's been moving first round picks to try to contend um, and win. And maybe there's a chance to reset a little bit on that front. But we have all summer to talk about that, Joe. You, uh, that's tomorrow's you, problem. <laughs> that's tomorrow's problem. Congratulations to you on great coverage. Make sure if you're not subscribing to The Athletic, make sure you subscribe to The Athletic. Just if no other reason to read all of Joe's copy out of the game last night. And then meanwhile, Jeremy Rutherford's over there. We got Tarasenko, breaking news on a trade, like tons of great hockey. Make sure you're subscribing to listen to that. Um, and thank you, Joe, for joining and doing this. I know you probably got no sleep. Thank you for listening to our breaking news coverage. Go to the Athletics Headlines section for much more on this story. And to hear more, ask your Google Assistant to play news from The Athletic. You can also visit theathletic.com slash headline pod to join for just $3.99 per month. Thanks, Joe.
2: Thank you.